Hi, it's Jimmy here and welcome back to the One Year Millionaire, the podcast that's going to show you how you can make more money, achieve more in the next 12 months than you did in the last 12 years. So thank you for coming back. So um, I really had to think long and hard about what I was going to talk about today because, you know, one of these... Um, one of these days I'm just going to run out of things that I'm passionate about and um, you know things that I'm interested in or not interested in so I, I, I stopped I stopped thinking about it and then all of a sudden a problem came up and I thought that's it every time there's a problem I need to talk about it because it's, it's, if it's a problem for me it's a problem for lots of people and then of course it forces me to think about a solution and I hope this does for you too so, the problem that I want to raise today, and let's let's see if I can do this in all of my podcasts for the next week or so, and maybe this might be a theme, I don't know yet. Um, the problem is uh, working remotely when you have remote staff. So, at the moment, I have um, three full-time remote staff, and I've got about three, sometimes four or five remote kind of like contract workers, you know, gig workers, five are at work all kind of on the go at any one time. I suppose I should include my accountant, so there's another one, which is pretty much, I wouldn't say full-time, but certainly ongoing ongoing contracts. So um, that's all very well. You know, I can be lying on a beach, I can be travelling, I can be sitting on a train like I did last week on the way to Chiang Mai. Right now, I'm in Bangkok. Um, I'm planning to um, go to... <laughs> you're not going to believe this, right? But I'll, I'll mention this in another podcast. Um in the next couple of months, I'm actually going to be travelling through Georgia, Azerbaijan, um, and um, what's the other one? Uh, oh, sorry, Ar- Armenia. <laughs> I almost forgot. Georgia, it's going to be Georgia first, Armenia, then into Azerbaijan. Um, and I can do all, all of those things because I'm working remotely and all my staff are working remotely. But the problem is, guys and girls, the problem is that as much as we can get a lot of stuff done remotely online, right, there's always a lack of camaraderie, connection, you know, feeling like we're all moving in the same direction. And and I really miss that. And I've read that online with lots of other companies where they regularly get the remote workers into a, a room for a few days, a seminar or an event or some kind of adventure to get everybody back together, get them all motivated. So there are the way I look at this is there's lots of jobs that can be done remotely and done very well, like you know accountants, bookkeepers, and a lot of administration, you know graphic design and various other stuff, uh, paper click managers, adwords managers, marketing managers. Um, lots of stuff can be done online, lots of it. Um, I would I would argue that a lot of that stuff or some of it would be done better in house as well. Um, but to be fair, the, the things I've just mentioned can easily be done online, probably do a good job, um, and all that's fine. Customer support as well. Um, but here's one thing that absolutely cannot be outsourced, right? For love nor money, and that is a sales team, right? A sales team, a bunch of people that are selling stuff for you. Okay, I'm actually leaning towards the customer support thing. It doesn't work so well either. I'm sure it can work as long as I've been managed. But I'm I'm thinking about if I'm going to outsource my customer support team, I want a bunch of people in an office somewhere with somebody managing them where I can manage 
the fucking manager, right? You see what I'm getting at? Um, but the sales, a sales team, people actually selling stuff, people that are bringing in business, people that are dealing with your front-end customers. Um, that I, I really... I've, tr- I've tried it so many times, right? And although you, you can look at the online stats and you can see how many calls are making and how many emails are going out and all that kind of stuff, I will guarantee you, because I've done it about four or five times now, I've actually had staff in an office, everything was going well, I sent them all home, every level of their productivity looked the same, calls, duration of calls, all that kind of stuff, um, online activity, all, all of that looked the same except for one important um, factor sales revenue dropped dramatically right it dropped dramatically um, and there's lots of reasons for that and I think you already know the reasons it's not just the kind of motivation factor and working in an office with um, a bunch of like-minded people and the, the, the you know the, the buzz that that gives people the motivation that gives people it's just all about people get caught up in their own life, you know, their own lifestyle, you know, working from home. There might have family there, there might have been distractions, there might have a dog, um, there might have, you know, the phone ringing, people coming to the door, um, you know, there might have, you know, children in the house, which just does not work if you try to work from home. There might be problems with your, you know, personal relationships, relationships with your neighbours, you know, stuff going on outside, you, you name it. Or just not just not the right environment um, where you should be working. So, um, whatever the reason is, there are there's a few professions, there's a few um, very important parts of your business that I believe, and you know, you you might have another view on it. I'm happy to hear it. But I believe that there's some things cannot be outsourced. It must be in house. It must be managed by you. Um, in my case, me. <laughs> so that's what I'm looking towards. I'm looking to set up a place, and that's one of the reasons I'm going to um, Georgia, um, Armenia, Azerbaijan. I'm, the one that I didn't mention before that I'm looking at, but I've not actually got a plan to do it, but I probably will do it, um, is uh, two places, Serbia and uh, Bosnia. Now, you might be thinking, why the, f- <laughs> why the fuck are you going to those places? There's lots of reasons for it, guys. These countries are up and coming. Um, they are very welcoming to foreign investors. They've got a very uh, young, uh, dynamic, educated workforce uh, whose English uh, language skills are excellent, better than mine. Um, and, um, you know, they're, they're really kind of like crying out to, you know, to get good good jobs and prospects. Uh, and, you know, from a financial point of view to begin with, uh, they're very, very cheap places to start a business in. Um, relatively low tax and all that. And, you know, very easy to go. But places are more welcoming than Western Europe um, without all the bullshit and all the politics. So um, that's what I'm looking at. And I'm looking at setting up an office whereby I'm going to have a bunch of core uh, members of my company, and that will be salespeople, probably be customer support, at least it would be the head of customer support would be in that office, and maybe we could outsource lots of other stuff um, through that particular person. But I need that core people in, in an office where I can relate to, I can work with, I can, you know, I can get the buzz from, I can get that, you know, create that dynamic, um, set our goals, set our targets, 
get a buzz of optimism and success and really drive, you know, drive forward. And by the way, one of the reasons I'm not doing it in Thailand, or I did look at doing it in Chiang Mai, um, it's not so much the location, because Thailand is a brilliant location. You know, it's a fantastic country to, to visit, to live in, to work in. Um, but the problem is that the, uh, the visa uh, rules are still antiquated, difficult, um, pretty much impossible in many cases, I would say, to get things done properly. Uh, you've almost got to you've almost got to break the law to um, comply with the law in some ways uh, entirely. But it comes to like foreign work permits and stuff like that. So, so that's why I'm not doing it in Thailand. Um, I'm probably not doing it in UK because of Brexit and all the the stupid rules that they're bringing in in the UK. Um, uh, the, 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 listen, there's a, there's a million reasons for going to these kind of obscure countries that nobody's heard of. But the point is, number one is that um, I do believe strongly that if I'm going to grow my business, I need a core group of people in an office where I could be there and I can work with them for a couple of years to build the business up. Then we can sell it. Everybody gets a share of the the company's profits and everybody runs away um, really, really happy. And I just just want the buzz back. I want that dynamic back. I want the friendship back. I want the celebrations back. Um, the trials, the, you know, the, the blood, sweat and tears. I want to share that with people instead of trying to be... I've been doing it all on my own for quite a number of years now, probably three three years, and I've, I've, I've had it. So that's my plan. So what, what I might do on another podcast is talk a little bit more about these countries and why I'm actually looking at them and why nobody would ever suggest in a million years that you should go and live in these countries. So I think that might be my next podcast. Um, I'll be looking forward to your thoughts. Go over to my YouTube channel, which is just kind of getting up and running if you listen to this podcast right now. So um, listen, I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Have a great day. I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.